From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 382, for the week of December 11th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Tony takes a look at the House of Blues, talks about his recent meal there. How was it, Tony? Well, it is called the House of Blues okay. and we're going to, oh, yeah, we'll, that, we'll that's discuss. That's not a good sign, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, originally the plan was to eat at the Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen Express. And compare that with the Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen non-express. And I went over to Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen Express, and it was closed because of technical difficulties. That's actually what they said, which I'd never seen before. So then and they couldn't make chicken strips because the computers were down. Yeah, I guess. And so um, I had to come up with the plan B. And I know we hadn't reviewed House of Blue Crossroads. Excuse me. At House right, of Blues. Yes. It sounds like a, a housing development for, mm-hmm. you know, or, or upper class. Stadium. Yes, you're right. And so um, I decided to go there. I said, hey, Tom, we haven't reviewed this. Is this cool? And he said, sure. And whatever Tom says, you know, I'm nice I like make that. sure. Yeah. And so I had my uh, mother and stepdad with me and my son. And we decided to go to cross- Crossroads at House of Blues on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of the afternoon. So like 3 o'clock. <clears throat> And it was crowded, actually. I mean, we got a seat, but all the tables were full. So that's just one thing to know, that it's obviously a, a popular restaurant. I'm going to question as to why. However, to, the, um, to me, I always walk by House of Blues, and it doesn't f- strike me as a restaurant. If you didn't know a restaurant was there, I mean, other than the few tables that are outside, it just doesn't, I don't know, it's, it's not inviting. I would agree with you there. I would also agree that it doesn't feel inviting for families. Right. I can tell you that we sat down, and of course my mom and stepdad were the oldest ones there. But I felt old. I, it was. It seemed very adult in nature, not in a inappropriate way, but it didn't seem very family friendly. I don't remember seeing a lot of children. My son was probably the only kid that I remember. I didn't actually. I mean, for all I know, there could have been ten thousand children there, but I don't recall seeing a lot of them. Right. It was a very loud place, and that was without music. It was just a loud – it felt like kind of a bar grill more than a place that you would bring your family, which I understand it's House of Blues. Right. They're not advertising that we're a family place. Right. But just for our listeners, that's just something to consider. It was loud, and it was kind of annoying in a way because I could, we couldn't really talk. I mean you could talk, but it was just loud and echoey and not that I was going for a beautiful romantic meal or – you know, this amazing atmosphere, but it was loud. So okay. just something to, okay. to think about. We were able to get seated really quickly. We sat inside. There's probably maybe 15, 20 tables inside. There's not a lot of space. And what's interesting is I always forget what it's like. Well, forget because I don't have this issue usually about um, people that are less abled and issues that they have to deal with. And my mother is one of those people. She has a walker. And so what was interesting, and this kind of goes with the whole downtown Disney thing and the restaurant itself to talk about that, but um, was when I knew that we were going to go to 
originally Jazz Kitchen. And I realized that as my mother who needed a walker, downtown Disney is really hard to navigate and to get dropped off where you're close to one of those restaurants that's in between. Right. And I never appreciated it until this last trip. And I know this is a totally not part of the review, but I think there are people that are in similar situations. First of all, it's always very crowded, so there's not a lot of space to maneuver. But also when I was trying to figure out what's the closest way to get to Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, which is across the street from Crossroads at House of Blues, I wasn't sure whether the normal downtown Disney parking near ESPN zone was any closer. And I so I tried to go through um, – I went to Paradise Pier and asked if I could park there in the handicap because she has a handicap placard um, space. And he let me. You know, I wasn't, but, and so that was nice of the cast member and everything, but even so it was still kind of a far walk. Yeah. That's not, and it's just some Paradise Pier is not that much closer, is it? Or is it? Well, even? no, but you can get right up to the end where, um, right at, at where, uh, Earl of Sandwich and yes, okay. that's so you get right there. So I could like drop her off, but even so it just made me uh, kind of appreciate or be concerned with if you there, you can't get really close if you needed to drop off right. someone who's less able, right. just something to think about. So anyways, <clears throat> but, and also in house of blues, it was hard to find a space for her Walker because it's so packly tight, tight, tightly packed. So that I uh, just, just sharing information. Now, so, Tony, is this the no. same area of it that they use for the gospel brunch? I've been to the gospel brunch many years ago and no, the gospel brunch is in where the stage is. Okay. The food, it's the same area where they set up the food. And some people can sit there if they don't have tickets to the gospel brunch. You can go to the brunch without the gospel, but you hear it. You just can't right. see it. But um, right. if I'm not mistaken, I think they said it's been years. So maybe the food wasn't set up there. But there was some, if you want to sit there without the gospel, but hear it and not see it, that's where you would sit. So it's it's basically there's a kind of a curtain where the stages so you're not anywhere so near like this yes basically exactly like that so okay so my first thing that i noticed at, about with the menu which i did take with me so because it's so huge was that this menu is supposedly created by chef aaron sanchez and i'm going to digress and enough with the celebrity chefs like <laughs> creating menus because I don't think Aaron Sanchez should be very proud of his name on this menu based on what I ate. I'm not saying it was horrible, but if you're putting your name on here, I want it to be really good, and I wasn't a big fan of what we had. So the one thing I want to let you everybody know is that the menu is huge, okay? Not physically in size, but the amount of things that are on it. They have appetizers, and I'm not going to list them all, but they range – from with cornbread with maple butter for eight ninety nine, um, most of their appetizers are in the thirteen ninety nine twelve ninety nine range in terms of flatbread, pulled pork sliders ten dollars, Angus sliders ten dollars, portobello sliders. Oh, another thing, enough with the sliders and fat flatbreads. Like, not just Aaron, everyone. Just saying, um, chicken wings eleven dollars, street tacos three for ten. Okay, so tons of um, appetizers. We did not get any appetizers. They, then they have a section of American classics, sandwiches, salads, signature burgers. One thing that's interesting, which I did not have at Crossroads at House of Blues, but I had one in a Minnesota airport, 
But so I actually, when I saw it again, I went, oh, I want to go back and try it. They have a burger called the Juicy Lucy. And if anybody, I'm going to ask, Nancy, do you know what a Juicy Lucy is? No, I'm not that big of a burger eater. Okay. So I do not know okay. what a Juicy Lucy it's, is. It's a burger that's stuffed with cheese. Oh. So oh, I would kind of, call that a stuffed burger. Okay, but it's apparently it's like in from Minnesota or whatever, and and it squirts out and it's good and everything. But anyways, they offer that. They have a build your own burger for thirteen dollars with a variety of toppings, a heat the heat seeker burger. You know all the different burgers you can get. Salads they offer a Cobb salad sixteen dollars, a steak salad seventeen, blackened shrimp salad seventeen. Buffalo chicken, 15 crispy chicken, Caesar salads, $11, and then you can add steaks, chicken or shrimp, a regular House of Blue salad, and a classic wedge salad for $9. Sandwiches, then I'll tell you what we had. So again, this menu's huge. Sandwiches are range from $12 to $16, a French dip, a pulled pork sandwich, a Southwestern chicken sandwich, classic club, shrimp po' boy, fresh fish sandwich. And then here's where no, I start. Is, is this going. a lunch menu or a dinner menu, or are they different? I, I think it's the same. Okay. It's just one menu. It doesn't say. So it's got to be the same. And we came on a weekend and afternoon. So um, they're American classics. So their American classics include lobster mac and cheese, $21. I'm rounding. Uh, St. Louis ribs, shrimp and grits, uh, marinated chicken breast, spicy chicken pasta, bacon wrap meatloaf, uh, Aaron's bolognese pasta, buttermilk fried chicken, jambalaya, adobo red pork chop, New York strip. Now, based on what I said on American Classics, does anybody notice anything consistent about some of those items that I mentioned and some of the sandwiches? Just they seem to be what kind of style of food would you call them? Seafood? No. That's what I'm looking for. Another? Anybody else have their hand up? Class? <laughs> okay, let me focus on the ones that I want to pay attention. Okay, shrimp and grits. Yep, they're very southern. Okay, they're very Cajun-y, right? Yes. I find Cajun, that... Creole, spicy. Yes. Yeah, and I have a problem with that considering you have Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen literally within walking distance across. But isn't that the theme of House of Blues, though? It's... Okay, but then... So I don't then I blame Disney for having two restaurants within a similar price range, even though Ralph Brennan's kitchen is more expensive, with similar food. Mm-hmm. It's almost okay. And how does Aaron Sanchez fit in there? I don't I know. I'm looking here and seeing, okay, where's Aaron Sanchez? Okay, Adobo rubbed pork chop. Okay, Aaron, I'll give you That's that a one. Stereotype, but Really? But but if you've seen what he cooks. Right. But then again, I don't know if I've ever seen him cook. I've just seen him on those shows yeah, he's ch- doing just other chopping, things. Chopping people. He's, yeah. So anyways, so my kind of issue is that they have Cajun food and then Ralph Brennan's is literally across the street. So, of course, I ordered the Cajun food because it sounded good and that's what I was going to downtown Disney to eat. So my son, he ordered lobster mac and cheese. We all tried everything. My – um. Uh, stepdad ordered the shrimp po' boy, and I almost got buttermilk fried chicken, but I decided to go with the jambalaya again because that's what steps steps out at you jumps out at you at the menu. When you see that many Cajun things, I'm like, okay, it's going to be good Cajun food. Right. The problem is I've been to Ralph Brennan's. I what, what's the the whole? Uh, I know I'm going to go really old school here with the Lloyd Benson 
Dan Quayle line, <laughs> but you know, I I, I, I worked with Cajun food. No I've Cajun. I've met Cajun food. You are no Cajun food. Um, I ask, you, you know what I'm talking. At least Tom knows what I'm referring to. Anyways, I know. Okay, so Nancy's highly I'm going to start. Yeah, you. I'm going to start with the jumbo. No, I'm just making that cute little face I make. Okay, when I'm not kicking him under the, the jambalaya. Table. Mm-hmm. Was a total disappointment. Ooh. Okay, it was eighteen dollars. Really? Yes. Okay. Wow. And, okay, Jambalaya was eighteen dollars, and let's see. I've got the Ralph the oh, not the Crossroads. I wanted to see the Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. So oh, their Jambalaya is really good. It's amazing. It's like and how much is it? That's maybe? my question. Okay, twenty four. No, I'm guessing. It's, I'm guessing. I know. I've got to look. I thought I had it up, but I didn't. So there goes my uh, preparation. Um. So if somebody could bring that up, Tom. And then let me know the price. I think it is more expensive. I mean, it's definitely more expensive, but I think for the price, it's 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 so good. And then here I had my heart set on it. And what I didn't like about it, first of all, okay, it has marinated chicken, rice, andouille sausage. I don't recall much of the sausage because if I'm eating jambalaya, I'm always going straight for the sausage. No comments, please. Um, sweet peppers, roasted green onions, and a spicy traditional jambalaya sauce. Okay, I'm a wimp when it comes to spice. wasn't spicy. It was tomatoey, tomatoey, tomatoey. Are you ready to hear the price of the lunch pasta jambalaya? Not pasta jambalaya, just regular jambalaya. They don't have regular. They don't have regular. They just have pasta jambalaya. They don't. Jambalaya. They should no. then. Okay, how much? Eighteen dollars. Done. Show's over. Thank you. Okay. And it's really good. It's a ama- yeah. So the jambalaya, um, the marinated chicken was fine, but it didn't. It was just chicken. It was full of tomato. It was tomatoey. It was almost like I'm trying to think of. I don't mean that to blame. That does my, not sound good. No, it was tomatoey. If like that, there was tomato, like almost like um, you know, like when a you tomato like, bisque that had stuff in it. No, no. That um, kind of tomatoey. No. The tomato, like, you know, like stewed tomatoes, like my mom used to put in chili <laughs> that yeah. I didn't like. That yeah. I, I remember feel like there was a couple of chunks of that, and the whole thing was very reddish. Not red-brownish, like it should be kind of jambalaya-ish, but red, I mean, it should and be, I tasted tomato. should be, what, green peppers and maybe tomato paste for color, but not... Yeah, but I didn't, I just, I noticed yeah, the tomato, yeah. and the, my point of it is, okay, so I took it home... I wasn't really that hungry, but – and I didn't really like – like I didn't like it enough to eat a lot of it. I took it home. I never opened up the uh, – the. Uh, I never finished it. I never was like, ooh, these are going to be good le- – because really jambalaya would be a great leftover. My point is I didn't eat it again. Not because it was awful, but it wasn't good. So I was really disappointed in the jambalaya. Okay, so shrimp po'boy, New Orleans – I'm going to read it. New Orleans style in quotes. Deep fried shrimp, seasoned mayo, crisp lettuce, house-made pickled cucumbers, and Roma tomatoes. Sixteen bucks. Pickled cucumbers. Hmm, that's interesting. I was playing. Yeah, well. Um, yeah. Um, Actually, says, where did I go yesterday that I had pickled cu- No. Isn't two that days aren't ago, pickles? I had pickled cucumbers. Aren't pickled cucumbers just called pickles? pickles? Yes. I, now, okay, well, so no, now, now I'm upset that I don't realize. No, because you could have pickled cucumbers like in that... Uh, you know that salad where you get the cucumbers and the onion and the dill? Yeah. Like oh. like when you're doing Italian style marinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think those were there. However, at a bite, there's a shrimp po' boy. 
I don't remember it being New Orleans style. Like you could taste all this like flavor. It was just deep fried shrimp on a sandwich. Nothing. It was fine. And my stepdad is the most easygoing, likes everything he eats. So of course he liked it, but he also, I'm going to sell him out a little bit. I remember once going to like a Shakey's, I'm not lying, like a Shakey's buffet. And he's, oh, this is a good buffet. So I got to take it with a grain of salt. He's just a really You're nice guy. His credibility. Okay. Um, he's not. Oh, definitely. Um, yes. Um, I know I knew Shakey's buffet. I stop. So what was the, what, was the, buffet. what was it served with? No fries buffet. or something or fries? And they were just fries. Okay. Yeah. You know, I need to go out to dinner uh, with your dad because I like Shakey's. Not no, he, no, and it wasn't even Shakey's. It was like below Shakey's. Anyways, we have no uh, – if Shakey's is – I apologize, Shakey's. You're a great restaurant. Um, but <laughs> my point is the shrimp po' boy was – okay, if it's called a shrimp po' boy and it says New Orleans style, I want it New Orleans style, especially when across the street is Ralph Brennan's. Mary Jo, yeah. could you tell me what their shrimp po' boy costs? Can you find that out? Sure, shrimp po' boy – Great podcast time right yes. now. The, the silence. Okay, well, she's looking that up. The uh, my mother could not. Sh- she couldn't have anything spicy. She wanted spicy stuff, but she wasn't able to. And I do want to give the beginning part of the service really credit because he went back, talked to the chef, and said, "Okay, this is going to be too spicy. You can't have this." Talked about the um, this classic club which had spicy chipotle mayo, and they went ahead and put it on the side for her. So I thought that was very nice of them. The classic club says sourdough bread, spicy chipotle mayo, black forest ham, roasted turkey, applewood bacon, lettuce, tomato, and cheddar cheese. Okay. The club was a club. Okay. It was just a club. It was $15. The spicy chipotle mayo on the side wasn't necessarily spicy. It was chipotle. Again, you've there's this Cajun feel that's not really being uh, – that's not coming through. The black forest ham, roasted turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato – I'm going to question the cheddar cheese. Just saying. I'm seeing now that it says cheddar cheese, it seemed very American-ish to me. Club sandwiches now, maybe, usually don't have cheese on them. They don't, and this cheese was in the... If cheddar cheese were... Um, let's see. We're, 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 well, you know, if, if good cheddar cheese, like New York Sharp Cheddar, was an e-ticket ride, then this cheddar cheese would be a... Maybe an A ticket, maybe even in like maybe like a V ticket for Velveeta. Yeah, it was not, yes. <laughs> I, I did not. I'm surprised now that I read it that it was cheddar cheese. Because I question whether it was cheddar cheese, and if it was, it wasn't nothing special. It was just a club, and I was like, eh, it was a club. And you know what? The best clubs are the ones you get like at a, I hate to say it, like at a Denny's or a with this crispy bacon and all that. And this wasn't that good. If I'm paying 15 bucks for it, I want it to be a good club. But it was just oh, yeah. the sandwich for people that don't want to eat the spicy stuff. Now, my son, who is a mac and cheese fanatic and loves lobster, had the lobster mac and cheese. And unfortunately, I do have to say that I do not have pictures for anyone because my phone died right after I got off the cruise and I lost all my photos. So. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I did have a lot of cruise photos, I, luckily. Um, Christina took most of those, but um, my lobster mac and my lobster mac and cheese photos no longer exist. So um, nothing like Probably going back in time to your phone to September 9th. I'm like, oh, what was I doing September 9th? Anyways, that's the last backup. Anyways, the lobster mac and cheese. I asked him, and I said, 
okay, would you go? I said, I don't have pictures anymore, Andrew. Can you remind me? And he said, I, he loved it. And he is kind of an official, like he's been, had the mac and cheese at Steakhouse 55. He's had it at nice restaurants with my dad in San Diego. And um, he said that he would definitely go back for it. He loved that there was lobster throughout and it was kind of pink. I don't like lobster. So I want it to be really good mac and cheese with chunks of lobster where he loved lobster. So it was lobstery throughout and he loved that. I personally don't, but he, I'm not a seafood guy, but he thought it was really good and he loved the fact that there was lobster throughout. Mm, okay. So that was a good, what was the price? And he a good fi- review. What was and the he finished the 2099 and he finished the whole that's thing. So considering there was a lot of lobster for 2099, that's probably a really good deal. Cause he was taught, we had gone to San Diego to some, hoity-toity, you know, er, hip, cool restaurant that my dad always finds for his birthday a couple months ago. And I asked him, could I compare it to that um, mac and, uh, lobster mac and cheese? And he said, oh, well, that's different. Like, that's a nice, you know, hip kind of place. But he said they, there was just chunks of lobster. There wasn't a lot where this was full of lobster. And he liked lobster. So that's just something that it's probably actually a really good kind of deal there, that lobster mac and cheese. So that is the – I mean, again, there's only four of us, so we couldn't eat everything. I did want to mention that we did have dessert. We brought it We brought it to go. And their dessert menu – oh, they do have a kid's menu. Excuse me. I have shit. Cheese or pepperoni pizza, chicken tenders, mini cheeseburgers, grilled cheese, hot dog, mac and cheese, pasta with house-made marinara, all $6.99. Good deal. So, yeah, it doesn't say whether it comes with drinks or not. They do have sides, mac and cheese, sweet potato fries, french fries. Veggies, baked beans, house-made coleslaw, red rose, garlic, mashed potatoes, and cornbread. Cornbread's nine bucks. Mashed potatoes four. Veggies, most of the sides are four dollars, except for the mac and cheese, which is seven. So we had for desserts. They had um, five choices. They had bur- bourbon bread pudding, key lime pie slice, triple chocolate cheesecake, chocolate mousse, and chef's choice ice cream. Let me guess. You All got range- bread pudding. Yes, obviously. I always do that. <laughs> obviously. And I. Yeah, and I loved it. I loved the bread pudding. I, I, I really, unless it's a bad Vegas buffet, I usually don't not like the bread pudding. But it was actually really good. As and I do eat a lot of bread pudding, so I'd say it was very good. Cooked with bananas and white chocolate, finished with a bourbon caramel sauce, topped with fresh whipped cream, and it was good. Two hours later, reheated in the microwave. So I can't imagine how good it would have been if I ate it live, right when they they sent it. They they they. Had it. The key lime pie slice was good. It was key lime pie. I was not like, oh my gosh, it's the best key lime pie ever. But again, notice bourbon bread pudding, which I bet you you can get across the street at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Can you? Mary Jo, can you? No, not the shrimp. No. Okay. We're good. Good. We're close. Bourbon bread pudding. <laughs> can you get that? Can you get that across the street? Don't they have like a specialty bread pudding at Ralph Yeah, they Brennan's? have to. New Orleans. They actually, um, the bread pudding at the Jazz Kitchen is one of their um, signature hey, desserts. That's my kind of whole point problem with the House of Blues. Why would you have maybe the best Cajun restaurant in Orange County very well across the street and say, you know what, we're going to feature some things that they have on their menu too. Why would you do that? I understand. So you can catch their leftovers. It's kind of like having a Baskin Robbins across the street from a local famous frozen custard place. True story. Where I grew up, 
okay, but they got they got the leftovers when people saw the lines were too long at the at Ted Drews. They went to they went to Baskin okay, Robbins. Okay, then they made a smart choice. However, for for <laughs> for this this diner, I will never go back there and eat those things again. I always thought like, you went to House of Blues for barbecue. Is that my old fashioned House of Blues opinion? There's no barbecue anywhere. I mean, there's um, oh wait, St. Louis ribs. They they do have St. St. Louis ribs. So I don't know. I think the menu is really large. I don't think it's again. It's not. It doesn't. I don't know what it's featuring. I think it's featuring Cajun, but that's what I was looking for. Um, kind of confusing I think, menu. Yeah, I think they kind of. It's not a cheesecake. Okay, Cheesecake Factory knows how to have the oh, big, huge menu. Lots, lots and, of frozen stuff. Well, but still, they know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. We're here. There's lots of stuff, and I didn't. I was a no. I was okay. Whatever. I think they might want to pare, pare it down. My last thing about the House of Blues is that the service I thought could have been better. It started off great. And then after we got our food, it kind of was done. Like, okay, you got your food. You know, and, and my new pet peeve now is the as soon as they set it down, how's everything tasting? Well, I haven't put it in my mouth yet. Give me a second. I don't know if you noticed, that seems to be a trend to ask me how it's tasting before we've even eaten it. And um, so they ask us that, and we're like, oh, everything's great. You know, I don't know. I haven't eaten anything. So, of course, I'm going to be nice. Yeah, it's good. And um, then, literally, I don't remember seeing them for a long – or him for a very, very long time. He started off amazing, finding out about the spice for my mom and doing this and doing that and blah, 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 and giving us time and bringing us the drinks. And then we got our food and – I felt like he was done. Tom, haven't you noticed a similar yeah, that, trend? That was how we had, that was our experience. Uh, I mentioned last week or week before on the podcast was at Steakhouse Fifty Five of all places. We we hmm. got our food and he returned again with the bill and that was it. And it took us a while to get the bill. Okay, so then we're ready to get dessert, and then. We had to wait, like, okay, where is he? We'd like dessert. Where is he? We'd like dessert. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be going on break. So-and-so is going to take over a station. Drinks right. were refilled. It was that that thing to me, like the drinks being refilled, that's just a, a constant that you should have. And if we're looking for you to refill drinks, or or also the other thing is when the there's just food sitting on plates and you're just waiting. Like, okay, clean up my plate. I'm done. Especially what's weird is – don't you want to turn over this table to get a new table to get a better tip? Like that's – it was just – I was disappointed in the service after we got our food. It seemed like we were done. And then we were waiting for a while for the dessert to finally – okay, we'd like dessert. And we were looking around. Okay, we have time. Let's just not get it to go. I, I was doing homework. I'm you know, working on my degree, extra stuff, and not that that matters. But I had to hurry up and get home because I had a lot of stuff to do. And so um, I'm like, oh, no, no, we got time. Let's, let's eat it here. And then we waited. And waited and waited and then finally said, okay, can you get it to go? Because it was just taking so long. I and would I, be so irritated by that point. I was. I was irritated. And that's my whole thing was there was nothing great. The lobster mac and cheese. Like if the service was over the top great, then I could live with the food. If the food was over the top great, hey, if it's good food, I'll take Shirley from what's happening as my waitress. <laughs> okay. Oh, my but, God. <laughs> but if neither of it's that good, then what am I? And I probably, okay, so we spent, luckily um, someone else spent it. 
I'm kind of good when my stepdad rolls into town to take me out and review a menu because I get extra people and then he usually picks up the bill. Um, Tell your dad was, you need to review Steakhouse 55. Tell your stepdad. Yeah, I, I, I got to remember he likes shakies, so I got I to gotta be careful. Yeah. I can't push it too far. Um, <laughs> especially when he was coming in thinking we're going to go to a, a counter service and then all of a sudden I switched it on him and nice. tripled the price. Um, the... Um, was I can't remember. Right? I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Oh, how much we cost? It was one hundred and fifteen dollars plus the tip, and that was for four um, adult men meals, but they weren't the most expensive, and four drinks with just like I think a couple of waters, an iced tea or whatever, and then two desserts. My thing is, if I'm going to spend that much money, it better be good, and to me, that was too much money spent for some. Like, if I'm going to spend one fifteen plus, let's say. A fifteen dollar tip. So now I'm at one thirty. If I want to spend one thirty, I'll forego dessert and go to Ralph Brennan's. Or if I'm going to spend one thirty, I might as well make it one fifty or one sixty and have a great, amazing meal. Right. Once you've hit that point, then let's let's then let's really eat. And so, yeah. And what's interesting is it seemed to be a really young, kind of hip place. But I was I was disappointed. I was disappointed, and that made me sad. Now, I do have to say that there are stars by two of the things we bought, Jambalaya and Shrimp Po' Boy. A portion of the sale of the items denoted with the symbol will be denoted, donated to the International House of Blues Foundation. So, okay, like I did something good for support of music and arts education for young people, but the food wasn't worth it. So I could have just given them a donation and gone across the street to the, uh, the, the Jazz Kitchen Express. Do they deserve maybe another review of non-Cajun food? Maybe. But I don't know if I'm willing to spend the money to take that chance. Right. And that's the thing about, you know, people always like, well, why do you always get steak when you go out? Or why don't you try something new when you go out? Because if I'm spending, because I'm cheap, and if I'm spending my money, I don't want to spend money and then be disappointed in what I'm eating. Right? Right. So, no, I think that's pretty concurrent for all of us. Yeah, for most people. So... I'm afraid I don't want to go back and spend another $130 and go, nope, I was right. It's not that good. Because I thought the brunch years ago was good. Right. I remember that review. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think it ever did it actually make it to air. That was back in the day before you guys. It was just when me and Nancy were around. But um Yeah, that was it was a good it was a good buffet. So I don't know. I don't know. I was I was disappointed. And I haven't really been fully disappointed in a, in, a, in a restaurant. You know, there's nothing worse than spending money on food and going, eh. You know, like, oh, I, I would have rather had something else. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing that – and then again, if I'm going to say, well, let's do something that's not Cajun-y, well, the shrimp poor boy really wasn't that Cajun-y, and it was okay. And the club was average at best. But to me, if you're at a good restaurant and, okay, well, maybe Cajun isn't our thing, then the club's going to be just a high-quality club. But it wasn't, you know, that good club with this crisp bacon. There's a, one of those uh, breakfast Mexican-Greek places, you know, with the, the sign, and it's like sometimes it'll be a walk-up or a drive through They have a much better club down the street for like 8 bucks. If I'm spending 15 bucks, it better be a good club. I'm getting angry. So, um, other, yeah. So anyway, you know, buyer's remorse on food is some of the worst remorse you can ever have. 
That's especially true. when it leads to gastrointestinal distress or well okay there, like, there was i will say there was no gastrointestinal distress very ready was very regular um so i'm glad to hear there was none of, yeah there was none of that those issues i will say that they also proudly serve tons of different kinds of alcohol which i cannot go into because the menu is so huge i almost would like to try the same items at a different house of blues and see if they were better or, or, or good or the same know? items drunk and... well yeah maybe that's that's, that's what key. does it but i would key. say if you're going there to hang out go if you've got a big family i wouldn't go because it's not really i kind of felt like i didn't with my two with my you know stepdad with his you know hat and his like sweatsuit and my mom with her you know Walker and me, I kind of felt like I didn't belong, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like it wasn't like I wasn't cool enough. But then the food was nothing special. So I would Wait, say. Did spend your dad the have, did your dad have like chains to go with that tracksuit in the hat? Uh, no, no, not like that. Like, you know, like a nice, like an older guy that's wearing a, not even a tracksuit, probably from 1987. So <laughs> I guess that's old school, but you know, like they're just nice. Kinda- they're nice older people. Yes. Right? No, I would figure, you know, it never occurs to me to go to House of Blues to eat because I think of House of Blues primarily as a concert venue and a bar and that he, has a gospel brunch. And you're right. Even though this menu is gigantic and there were people there eating, I wouldn't I I would not go back. So Sorry, Aaron. You might have created the menu, but whoever's cooking it for you isn't a. So I'm going to keep talking about it because I'm looking. It's it's just there's so many different things. So you also got a bolognese pasta. Where does that come from? When included in that, but everything else, and then okay, New York strip, fine. But fried chicken, jambalaya, bacon wrapped meatloaf. That's all kind of down home southern. Spicy chicken pasta with Tabasco. Okay, shrimp and grits, ribs. Like, where does the pasta show up? Yeah, it doesn't. It it kind of is all over the. It's all over the map. I don't. And the well, sandwiches. You know, Gordon Ramsay would criticize that because you know you should focus, you should hone and sharpen your menu you according to him. Right. I think so. And we tried four different things, and the club was nothing special, or was again. And then my biggest issue, which I keep saying over and over again, is across the street. For maybe 20 per... Oh, wait. And I don't remember. Does House of Blues have a discount? I don't remember because he paid. Um. Yes, it has a small okay. discount. Okay, but so does Ralph Brennan, right? And Brennan's, it has right? independent discounts too, like AAA. Okay. So I would go across the street and spend a little bit more and be guaranteed of to get good food. Not necessarily the Express, which will be the next review, but that's it. Crossroads at House of Blues. There you go. Right. It is a house of blues. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you, ladies. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs>